0: welcome to the slaying self-doubt podcast where we are going to overcome our fears doubts and insecurities i'm your host felicia wallace and i would like for you to join me on my journey to slam my own self-doubt and hopefully you slam some of yours as well let's get started Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I'm your girl, Felicia Wallace. First again, I just want to thank you all for tuning in, continuing to listen, and continuing to give me great, great feedback about the show and the topics on the show. It really is helping me in my journey of continuing to slay my own self-doubt. The feedback that I get definitely encourages me, but also challenges me to do my own work and to be vulnerable and transparent about my own work so Um, Before we get started, you know, the regular, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Tell your friends about the show. Suggest it. Say, hey, girl, you know what? I think there's a podcast you should listen to. It's my girl, uh, Felicia, or Slaying Self-Doubt. Like, go ahead, put it out there. Put it on your Instagram. Put it on your Facebook, on on the Twitter, all of that, so that people can see and get plugged into all the information that you're getting as well. With that being said, we have a little bit of randomness for this week, so. So um, school started this week for my youngest son and he is going to the fourth grade. My oldest is in middle school. I am just, I'm just in awe like how old they've gotten if I like being honest because you look at your kids and you know that they're going to get older and you know that things are going to change and you're going to be different. They're going to be different. But when you actually see it, like my oldest is going through that. Preteenish tween stage, like his voice is all weird. He's acting awkward, um and <clears throat> for me, it's a little bit different because I told you I grew up around a whole bunch of girls. Like I had like probably a handful of boy cousins, so I. I'm lost, completely lost. So, um, but it's it's great to be able to like watch them grow up, develop into their own persons. Um, it's enjoyable to watch them interact with each other because they're both just really, really hilarious. They've been asking me to do a YouTube channel, but I don't know, y'all. I don't know. So school started off great. I think that it's just once we get into it and we get a routine down. That is starting to, it's making this situation and like my season, it made be real, like real, real. So during the summertime when we were just having fun and kicking it, like me being off work didn't really seem like much. I still felt like I was on vacation. But when they went back to school on Tuesday, I think it was yesterday when it hit me. Like I was like, oh, no, like I don't have anything to do. I, don't, I really don't have no job. I really don't have anything to go work or anything like so it's just about changing my mindset so that I'm able to create a new system and a new flow for myself but to also maintain the same energy that I would have if I was actually going to a regular nine to five and I think that for especially entrepreneurs just starting out and also people who are prone to procrastination i.e me keeping myself accountable and holding myself accountable and meeting deadlines and just doing it um it like, I have to, because I just, I just can't. Wherever you're listening from, so everybody knows about the hurricane that hit in the Bahamas. And I'm praying for those people um down there, because it stayed down there for like a day and a half or something. So I'm definitely praying that they're able to, um, for all the families that are down there and that they're just able to, god's able to just restore whatever they lost um my parents y'all know live in florida and so they came up because of the storm even though it didn't they you know you don't know what's going to happen but it didn't affect their house um Thank God. So it's on its way up. So praying for anybody that's in Hurricane Dorian's path, because we all know that you can't do anything about natural disasters. You can't do anything about natural storms, except for, you know, do what is the the best thing to do, which is to evacuate if you have to or hunker down if you have to. I have family in North Carolina. So I'm praying for them as well, that they are able to um, ride the storm out. Just hopefully it doesn't impact anybody else in, you know, a negative way um so my parents have been up here and my mom said this morning she was like this is your first week not having um the kids here right and I was like yeah She like and we all up in you all up in your space and I was like no it's cool like for me it was it's like it has because for me it hasn't set in it was a great distraction like to kind of keep me busy but I also know that you know I can't just keep busy like I have to get to work and do the things that I need to do for me so um I'm enjoying the time with them I'm glad that they came up I'm you know I don't know necessarily whether or not they like she was like I'm ready to go back home and I know because being outside of your house is just difficult like you you just want to be home so um I'm, like I said praying for everybody within Dorian's past and path and hopefully you know um nothing it just goes out to sea and it just be over with i really don't like storms hurricanes i'm not a i'm a i'm a i like i like rain right but i don't like really bad st- storms like, snowstorms, either all of those just it just creeps me out just as be thinking to myself why like what's the what purpose do they serve they serve no purpose like it doesn't help anything grow it doesn't help anything get better like what purpose does it serve you know i don't know but I, sometimes i think it's a reminder of like what god can do and that you know it's <laughs> You can mess up if you want to, but he know how to take it, take everybody down. So you best be safe. You best know him and have a relationship with him. So today I wanted to go into still talking about imposter syndrome, kind of breaking some things down about it, um, because I think that the imposter syndrome has definitely uh, impacted a lot of people and the converse, just because the conversation is starting, I'm starting to hear a lot more people, um, you know, speaking to me and just saying, you know, I didn't realize that that's exactly what I had or something that I kind of suffer from. And, I don't think that we know that it's happening. It's kind of probably in the back of our mind, like our subconscious, and you don't realize it until the opportunity comes up when you're talking yourself out of something or you are uh minimizing yourself because of it, right? So I wanted to talk about two things. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is um we talked about the very first time um about having the confidence of, you know, a woman walking down South Beach with a fashion over outfit on, right? Because they bold, they don't care, you know, when you go somewhere and you know you don't know nobody, you wear what you want to wear and you do what you want to do. But when it comes to certain things in our lives, we lack the confidence and the boldness that we need to really be able to go after whatever it is that God has promised us. And whatever it is that we think we did we deserve not even that we think we deserve but what we do deserve um and so I was talking to someone and they were um couldn't think of the word but once they it actually can they was like I can't think of, it's not cocky and I was like conceited and so um I wanted to I ended up looking it up because I was thinking to myself a lot of times people either um they either say that someone who is confident is conceited and people who are conceited say I'm not conceited I'm confident right so there is a difference though um so I looked it up again you know Google is my best friend so confidence the definition of confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something a firm trust um it also says a feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities so that's like what you have what it is that you know you've been blessed with the gifts that you have you're confident in your abilities and it's a feeling of selfish assurance, right so conceited means characteristics of false pride having an exaggerated self of sense of self-importance so the two things that i that stuck out to me. I don't know if they stuck out to you was their confidence is self-assurance and conceited is being is a feeling a sense of self-importance, which is different. Right. So when we talk about this imposter syndrome and having the confidence to be able to walk in um, God's purpose for us is the self assurance that we can do it the self assurance that we have the abilities and we have the qualities we have the gifts we have the talents we have the words to be able to do exactly what God has called us to do being conceded it conceded is feeling self important like for me i feel like when you think about which is where i think it gets can misconstrued is that when you have somebody who's talking about what they can do, right? So, but everybody knows somebody that they consider themselves conceited or they consider a person that they know conceited. What does that, when you think about that, What does that mean? Now, knowing the definition, the person that you feel as though is conceited, do they have a false sense of pride? Do they have a sense of self-importance or is it their own self-assurance? Okay. We can talk about the girls who are, you know, walking down South Beach or when you are going, you, you know, put on that bathing suit to go to Jamaica, you know, when that you would never wear it at the neighborhood pool, right? That's not being conceited, right? Because you don't, you don't have this self-importance. Like I'm so great, I don't care. I'ma just do whatever I want to do now, with no regard for anybody else. It's about saying you know okay i am going out of town i'm conscious of the fact that i have this these rows and i look like a stuffed sausage and that i'm about to put myself in this you know 14 size bathing suit because they didn't have an 18 and so all your side You know, boob and your side back and your back fat and your legs and your cuff and your cellulite and all of that stuff is going to be hanging out. So when you're doing that, you have self-assurance that although I have those things, I'm going to walk out. Boldly, and I'm going to accept what it is that I've had. I'm accepting my qualities and the things that I have about me, and I'm going to do it anyway. To me, that self assurance, that is feeling confident in the skin that you're already in, and I think that sometimes, especially in the day and age of so social media, we are. You have people out here who are preaching you know a lot of confidence you got to have the confidence you got to have the confidence and i think sometimes it comes from when it comes from the right person i think that you believe it when it comes from other people it's it's different so if I'm being honest, like when you see a regular schmegler girl talking about losing weight and losing her, you know, baby stomach and for me, health reasons. Right. I'm I'm, for me. I feel like, OK, I'm going to take that information about being confident from somebody that I've seen go through the journey. Right. Everybody was beefing with um, Black China when, you know, she had dream. And then uh, we found out later that, you know, Rob Kardashian paid for her whole body lift. Like, first of all, you shouldn't be surprised like come on really just come on right so not to say that she's conceited she maybe she has some insecurities about it but when you look at things like that you may not take it the exact same way so the goal of this part is just to know the difference between being confident and conceited and not allowing anybody to make you feel like you're being conceited when you know you have the capabilities to do the things that God has called you to do um one of the main things when I was looking at what imposter syndrome meant outside of like the definition um I read a post that had like five different examples of what it was and they all spoke to me. So the first one I wanted to talk about is minimizing your worth and value. Um, We do that. When you have imposter syndrome, you think to yourself, like I've said plenty of times, everybody say they don't compare. That's a lie. You compare yourself to the person next to you all the time. You may not. It's not like in an envious way, but you do compare yourself. You compare your chapter one to their chapter 20. You don't know what they've been through, what they gained, what they lost, what it cost them. But you look at them and you say, man, they already doing X, Y, Z. And I'm just here. You're exactly where you're supposed to be. Be. How at the same token, sometimes we don't look at the things that we were doing when God was preparing us for the public appearance. Right. So I was talking to someone and, you know, she is venturing into a new Partnership within her business, and she called me and you know just telling me about the meeting or whatever, and I was like, oh, that's cool, whatever. And so then she was like, I think I'm having like imposter syndrome because I'm looking at these people that are in this group, and this person's doing that, and that person's doing this, and this person has already done that, and that person has already done what it is that I'm trying to do. And so then I had to remind her. I say, well, as far as I know, you've been doing this a total of fifteen years, and I mean I think that's correct and she was like well I don't really know and so I challenged her to sit down and write out every single thing is specific to that what her 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 job is and specific to what her talent is I told her to write out every single thing that's had to do with that right and I said, you I think I remember the first one and it was early 2000 I said so if nothing else if that was 2000 I'm like it's 2019 that's 18 years you've been in this game 18 years it don't matter that your stuff was on a level one and you know 18 years ago this stuff was at a level 15 well you don't know where their level one was their level one you might have been a newborn like you don't know right and so sometimes I think like we minimize our worth and we minimize our value when we are comparing ourselves to other people but what I would challenge us to do is to whatever it is that you are struggling in especially as um you know, like even for me as an entrepreneur and doing this, realizing and discovering what God wants me to do with slaying self doubt and how He wants me to impact people. And some of my thoughts have been like oh I haven't really done this before I don't know what I'm doing and then I had to stop and think and say how many women have I talked to over the last 15 years of my job that I have had a direct impact on that I know for a fact that I'm the one who pulled them aside and had a conversation with them and later on they say thank you so much for talking to me how many times have I been somewhere with somebody's like hey can I run something past you and they end up talking to me and they coming back and saying thank you for what you said. Said it really meant something how many times have I spoken to a family member or my mother like I've been doing this way before slaying self-doubt came about and so I have to remind myself that I am worthy of this. And I do deserve this because God has already been preparing me for it. Just because everybody ain't seen it don't mean that I have not been doing it. It doesn't mean that it hasn't already been happening because I've been dropping, I've been dropping wisdom on these Bibles for a minute. Okay. Which is the reason why I am considered the wise one in my group. Like I've been doing this for so long that I didn't even know I was doing it. Right. So I would say to anybody right now who's struggling with imposter syndrome about anything, whether it's um, your business or your um, relationships or whatever it is that you feel like you're struggling in, sit down and really think about what it is that you've already done in that area. Remind yourself of the times that you were doing it before you were on the platform and you're still not where God wants you to be, but you're, you're, you're going in that direction. And so- If we stop minimizing our worth and stop minimizing our value, I think that that will also help us with the imposter syndrome. And when you write it down, you have a reminder. In addition to those affirmations, you look at yourself in the mirror and I can say, oh, boom, back in 2004, I talked to somebody about, you know, their relationship with their boyfriend and I helped her to see that she deserved better baby I was 24 years old I didn't know nothing about what was happening you know in 2019 but I helped that person out of that I can look back on that for myself and say man I told somebody or I encouraged somebody to love themselves enough to be able to remove themselves from a situation I was supporting a person who needed me in a way that it was more emotional more than it was anything else and so I think that if we put our focus on the things that we've already been doing, it'll help us to one, not be able to focus on anybody else because the other parts of that is what you were doing and how God was preparing you is completely different for how somebody else was being prepared. You don't know what they went through to get to where they are. You don't know what they lost. You don't know the sacrifices that they had to make to be able to be where they are. You God may not have you go through the same journey. He's not gonna have you go through the same journey. Some people get where they are because it was a way out of somewhere worse right and so a lot of times we look at people who struggled through something and came out on top as those are the people who made it we all making it it don't matter how we doing it as long as we're doing it as long as we're getting through as long as we're being obedient and we're following exactly what God says it don't have to be hard we make it hard on ourselves because we struggling with this whole tug of war of oh do I do I deserve it am I worthy of it you absolutely you wouldn't be in the room that you in you wouldn't be in the conversations that you in and God would not have given it to you put it on your heart if you were not worthy so again I said it last week and I'll say it again you have to decide that you're worthy you have to decide that you deserved it because he's already given it to you either you're going to take it or you're not either way you can't if, if it don't work out you can't complain and you can't be mad at nobody but yourself but In order for us to be able to get past our um, imposter syndrome and get past that point of I'm not sure if I deserve this is that we got to do the work. You can't just expect that all of a sudden one day it's just going to go away. That was the reason why I said last week, do you think you're going to get rid of it? No, because every level that you go up, you're going to feel like you don't deserve to be in that room. But if you continue to remind yourself, I already did this. I did this with God and he he put me here. He bought me right here where I'm supposed to be. So I, you know, at the end of the day, you can't doubt what he's already done. And you have to be able to put yourself in a position to be able to receive everything that he has, because ultimately his work is going to get done. It's just a matter of whether or not. It's going to be by you. Okay, guys, that's all for this week. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember to join the Slaying self community on Facebook. Have a great week. See ya. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver.